Alright, Sons of the Hunt Podcast, Season 2, Episode 15, and here we are. We're back after a little bit of a break. And today we're going to be talking about saddle hunting, and if you're not doing it, you're a loser. <laughs> you're never going to kill a deer if you're not hunting out of a saddle this year. Sponsored by And thanks Big for Daddy's listening saddle. to the Sons of the Hunt Podcast. <laughs> and we're off. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of party, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So. Well, it's going to uh, be hard to hard to kind of... Uh, yeah, with that. Kind of keep pace with our, our last episode, man. It's been a minute since we've... Uh, this has been over a month we were off with vacations and all that stuff. So we've been out of the seat for a minute. We recorded that one beginning of August. We did? Yeah. I yeah, I left, uh, I left for vacation first week of August. We did that one before, before vacation? Yeah. Yeah, so it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been yeah, a month. No, my life's just a blur. Tell me about it. Yeah, it doesn't seem like that long. No, it doesn't. I feel like we did that one just like... And, and that was like on off the cuff. I'm like, hey, man, I got some time tomorrow. You want to maybe try and knock one out? And yeah, sure. And it turned out to be a great episode, man. Yeah. Got a lot of really good like feedback on it. Excuse me. Yeah, that, that was a fun one to record. When they're, when they're fun... That's usually when they turn out pretty good. Yeah, yeah. We I definitely mean, enjoyed fun, ourselves uh, recording that one. You know, anytime that I'm, you know, on 30 to 40 hours without sleep, it starts to get a little sketchy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then, you throw a, then you throw a, you know, a high ABV uh, crap beer in the mix and uh, yeah. things get interesting real quick. Yeah, that'll, that, they'll, they'll get you. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That short went off uh, really well. That's been doing pretty good. The oh, little short yeah. video you put out on it, yeah. that was really good. Uh, kind of really well-rounded uh short version of the whole podcast yeah yeah that that uh summed it up in a well summed it up in nine minutes yeah about summed that. up an hour and an hour and, and a half i mean yeah. it was like 97 minutes or something we went at it for yeah. uh and, and we, i don't think we let off the gas pedal the whole time yeah i like that one that was a good one i i, I really enjoyed that discussion though because it I, I was actually uh i was actually just talking to teddy the other day saying how it just feels like my my views on hunting as a whole have changed recently. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I think that that's expected because it, it feels weird. Even I went back and I watched Ghost the other day, and I am I just feel 100% different about being in the woods than I did then. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, I think doing something like this kind of puts you on an accelerated path. You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. we... we, we give ourselves plenty of opportunity to self-examine our theories on things yeah. because we say it out loud. We don't shut know? up about ourselves. No, I know. Yeah. We're, you know, but it's, it's, you know, again, it's all that excellence. You can't really do much about it. Oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's enough of that. It's enough of that. <laughs> uh, but no, it, you know, we, we do, we, we kind of voice our opinions, you know, to each other, uh, to all you guys out there listening, uh, on a regular basis. So we have a, an awful lot of opportunity to kind of self-reflect on, a lot of the stuff we think about. So I think it maybe accelerates our path on how we evolve, you know, as outdoorsmen and yeah. hunters and stuff like that. Maybe it's just a theory. Um, but you know, I don't know. It's, I guess it's like you said, it's to be expected. You know, we're going to, we're going to evolve as we experience more things and we, you know, and we see how other people are interpreting things, you know, again, social media is a big part of that too. Yeah. I mean, we, we pretty much live on social media. I mean, you know, you spend too much time on social media when you're like 
n- top fan on like 19 different sites. <laughs> Every time I open Facebook, it's like, you're a top fan on this one. Oh, you're, you, oh, you're not attacking one. me right now. No, 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 oh, okay. no, no. I'm just saying, it's like, <laughs> well, I, every time I open Facebook, I got a new badge, you know, for top fans. That's kind of getting, you know, real common. But I do. I comment on a lot of pages. I, I interact display, with a lot. I display my top fan badges proudly. Dank memes melt steel beams. That's me, <laughs> top fan. Okay, that's me. That's that's pretty clever. I, you deserve a top fan badge for that one. But yeah, no, it's it's a cool thing. It's a cool option, you know, because it definitely encourages a little bit of uh, you know interaction uh, and some engagement. Uh, but yeah, it just tells me that I spend too much damn time on social media. Is what that's telling me. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's, you know, I guess so maybe the fact that we're throwing it out there for the world yeah. to see kind of I mean, maybe accelerates our, our, you know, evolution yeah. in this uh, whole thing. But, you know, one thing a while back, I actually, I wrote something that got lost somewhere that I never put out, but, uh, in the sector of the Jesuits, like I, like I know I went to prep and then the University of Scranton and there's something called the examine, which is something that they urge everyone to do at the end of the day, which is just a, a period of like intense self-reflection. Mm. And I think that that, I don't want to give it full credit, but I mean, that's something that I think actually shaped me a lot. And it, it, it I always find myself critiquing myself. And I think it's kind of because of that. Okay. It, it's, it's an interesting, I don't know. I don't want to call it a, theory but perspective perspective yeah Yeah, yeah. uh, exercise maybe sure sure and uh that's kind of like i feel where that stems from but going back to what i was saying before i just feel completely different about hunting as a whole and it's making me think about you know we we always say like why we hunt and the conservation side of it and it seems that that has Definitely taken a hold of me more so than the the pursuit of the most mature animal in the woods. Sure. Which is always your goal when you're sitting in the woods, obviously. Right, right. But the obsession over it, I think, can draw you away from the true reason to hunt. Right, and and again, and again, it's all. Everyone has their own opinions on it and how they feel about it, and we've t- we've referenced it a few times. Uh, the whole I, I have this kind of thought process on the uh the evolution of the the trophy hunter and how they kind of go through it and you know when you first come into hunting you see these trophy hunters and these big and i and i use the term trophy hunter loosely so please don't interpret too much into it because that can just go haywire right quick but the perception of the trophy hunter the guy who's chasing the big 160 170 inch bucks all the time and you know you see the covers of bow hunter magazine and all these new stand classics out there with these big giant deer on the front and you know as a new hunter you you kind of admire that you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. and you're like man that's what you want to be that you know what i mean and maybe not be it but you 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 admire that kind of role you know what i mean and and then as you kind of evolve further into your hunting career you you start to kind of resent that person yeah the, the trophy hunter air quotes um, you know, because you, you evolve into the next kind of stage of your, your hunting life. And then after you, you move out of that a little further in, you start to kind of appreciate their place. You may not agree with their whole theory and their philosophy, but there's an appreciation for the place they hold in the whole, you know, right. lineage, if you will, you know, the. Right. And, and I think that that 
that's going to be the perfect segue into what what I've recently been thinking about. So there's people who, I don't know if the word fetishize antlers, is that, is that the right mm, word? No, you yeah, think? yeah, like, yeah. If not, people, it is now. <laughs> they, I'll write that I mean, down. It's going on a t-shirt. Antler fetish. <laughs> fetishize. I mean, I mean that's... That alone, just the, that drive for the biggest antlers has driven insane, unnecessary competition. But on top of that, it has created the most ridiculous products and people just, oh, yeah. you know, chasing money. You know, it's just, it has just that, the fact that people chase antlers has totally warped the original, you know, reason of hunting. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's what I've been wrapping my mind around the most lately. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's it's so bizarre. It's like, you know, you can't kill the deer if you don't buy this new saddle. No way. You, you, you're not going to kill that deer if you don't, you know, put the, the paint down your face and mm-hmm. you, you don't wear this stupid new brand of clothing and, you know, got to use this new expandable broadhead. Oh, what are you shooting McCann? It just and it causes all this weird tension and competition and it's it's weird. Uh, no, it's, it really is. And especially if you take a step back and look at it, you know, because it's it's not hard to get caught up in it. I mean, you know, I, I can't speak for you, but I've been in that I've been that guy. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? I've I've been caught up in it and like what's the greatest thing agonizing over what broad had to use this year? They're all pretty good. They're all going to kill a deer. I mean, with the exception, and any manufacturer out there is going to put one or two out that are going to fail. It doesn't mean they all suck. It just means that, whoops, things happen. When yeah. you're putting manufacturing things on a large scale, you're going to have errors in, in, in yeah. products. So, you know, but it, you know, some guy, oh, my rage didn't open on this deer. So, you know, 30% of the people who read that post are now going to boycott rage. Well, no listen, more I've shot deer with rage and I've killed them. Yep. really quickly with them. Me too. It's just a personal preference on what flies good for you, what you feel comfortable with, you know. So it's easy to get caught up in that whole that whole kind of dynamic. But when you take a step back and, and really look at it from a bit of a distance, yeah, it's it's kind of bizarre. I mean, it reminds me like my my brother. Uh, he's not really into hunting, but he's big into like cars and uh, car stereo equipment and souping them up and stuff like that. And and you know. It almost when you see these guys in their their uh, forums and at car shows and stuff, honestly, it's like a big giant swinging dick competition for these mm-hmm. guys. You know what I mean? And that is kind of like a very similar construct oh, yeah. to what you see at like you know uh, when I went to the Harrisburg Farm Show, you know the the sports show rather down there at the Farm Show Complex. I mean, it was I was blown away. Like it was overwhelming, and. Uh, as far as what? As far as the amount of technology that we kind of touched on last episode, but the, just the number of products. I mean, yeah. just scent products and stand products and just 25 different ways to pull your bow up into a tree. That, you know that was actually I mean? the thing that just popped into that, that hook thing with a magnet and a retractable arm and a little dinglinger. And yeah, you just... know, they have a thing now. You can put a set of rattling anders on a rope and rattle on the ground. It's yeah. like I mean, I've, I've done that before just with my my pull-up rope. Sure, but. sure. It's it's like, you know, that it, it just anything that people but and again, I can't that's that's just how commerce works. You know what I mean? If yeah. there's a market and there's a niche in that market that someone can maybe make a product that would fit that niche and they can make a buck, hey yeah. man, it's that's the free marketplace, yeah. man. So more power to you. 
But yeah, it is bizarre. Not that it's wrong. It's just strange to see sometimes when you back up and look at everything and how it plays out. And it, so I'm trying to think of the best way to put this, but I feel like the way people chase money with within the hunting industry has alienated like more than half of society. You okay. I mean? Yep. So you have rage, for example. It, it's just their whole. Maybe rage isn't even the best to use. Maybe like Duck Commander, let's say. Like the brands that really embrace that, you know, redneck hillbilly stereotype where there's people who, you know, don't want to associate themselves with that just for the fact that they think somebody's going to judge them, you know, based on the things that they choose to buy. and. It's all kind of marketed that way. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just the marketing behind these products alienates certain part of the society where maybe if it wasn't like that, we'd have a larger hunting community right now. Maybe. It's, maybe I'm not putting it the right way. No, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely, it's, when, when you have a very specific target market and you put all your eggs in that basket especially as many eggs as the, the Duck Commander guys had. They got yeah. a lot of eggs. So many, <laughs> so many eggs. So many eggs. Uh, you know, and, and b- because they did a good job at that, they, did what, they were good at what they did, yeah. but they had a very specific market that they kind of targeted. So for their lane, they did very well. But for that wider lane, I just had a conversation about staying in lanes and stuff like that uh, in regard to how we how we have our conversations. Um, it was that, um, that guy we just started talking to, was it Richard Barth, I think is his name? Oh, his yeah. Name? Yeah. I was having a conversation with, with him about it, um, about, you know, there's people who kind of stay in one lane, but there's a bigger lane that's got room for everybody kind of thing. But, um, oh, damn it, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> stay in your lane. Yeah, I was, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm out of my lane now, so I'm all screwed up. Um, where the hell was it? Oh yeah, yeah. So the duck commander guys, yeah. So they kind of had their lane, you know, but, uh, I, I think they're starting to become a bit of a, I don't want to call it an awakening, but more of a realization like that. That's just not how everybody who hunts is. There was a stereotype for the year, for years and years. And we've referenced it a hundred times, the FUDs, you know what I mean? Yeah. How they're referenced anymore. Yeah. And you know what? I know a couple of those guys and they're great dudes, you know, but they have a very specific path that they travel. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of people who look at them who don't know them and be like, man, those guys are nuts. Like, I just, I can't, I can't affiliate with that lifestyle. It's just not for me. Right. And that, that could turn people off who, if that's their only experience with hunters, then that's going to be a tough, tough sell. You yeah. know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I, I think that, you know, you're onto something there. Uh, I mean, it's just, you know, a thought. It, yeah. It's something I've been thinking about where, I forget what it was that I, I picked up in field and stream, recently, and I mean there you go. Like, oh, I went in field and stream, but <laughs> damn you, uh, I don't even know what it was. But as I was walking through there, it was, it was just weird. I just felt odd. It just yeah. feels like everything here is marketed towards a certain type of person now, and that certain type of person isn't just your average guy who could, I don't know, maybe I'm, I still feel like I'm not saying this the right way. Right. You know what I mean? Like, not that there's anything wrong with 
people who live a redneck or hillbilly or whatever type of lifestyle they want, but that's the stereotype associated with hunting right now. Yeah. And to break away from that, I think we have to start marketing, trying to market elsewhere. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I, like, I like that train of thought because, um, you know, and I, and I think that's really definitely start to happen. I mean, look at the response we're getting to our conversations. True. You know what yeah. I mean? It, there's a movement out there. There's yeah. people kind of coming this way a little bit. So, I mean, we're not the first ones to take this approach by any means. No. But it's no. becoming more commonplace. You know what I mean? There is uh, – I just, I wish I could think of who it was. They just did a big article. Uh, they wrote a big thing on about marketing and how mark, how marketing's changed mm-hmm. in hunting and the new demographic that people are looking at and how they have to change the way they market. Yeah, I, I, I didn't mean to do that. No, it's okay. Just because I think that what you're what you're getting at is going to be like the direct consumer, like right from like who yes. you first light, well, that even and, though first and, lights. Sure. Yeah. yeah. They're they're yeah, they're they're kind of getting into that that bigger, you know, uh corporate type esque thing, but in, in a good way. I mean, I'd rather see that type of corporate than sure. the the Gander Mountain corporate versus or the Dick Sporting Goods corporate or right. that kind of corporate right. side, because that's just a whole different ballgame. Um, but it's just how, how they market things. They market more of the experience. They're marketing more of the yes. journey. They're yes. marketing more of the adventure versus the end game. You know what I mean? Because you look at who they're marketing to now, who's got that disposable income is the millennials. You know what yeah. I mean? That generation. I know we, I, and I'm almost getting sick of saying that word, that mm. term, but it's the reality of it. And that's, this is, to get the point across, this is the easiest path to take. But, you know, there's, you know, they have to change the way they market because they don't respond to how they used to market to guys my age in the 50-year-old yeah. range. You know, back then you can market to antlers. Now that doesn't work anymore. So picture the the real tree logo, mm-hmm. you know, picture the first light logo. Mm-hmm. And there it is. And so that divide that we're we're basically describing right now marketing towards millennials, mm-hmm. that's going to definitely create, uh, what's the word? A little bit of a headbutting. A headbutting situation. Maybe a between clash. Between the outgoing generation and the incoming generation. Yeah, you know, I, so, I, 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 hope, it, I hope it's not. I, I, I'd like to think that they but, kind of... But we see it even, you know, like let's talk about moving the opening day of rifle season, and that's where okay, yeah, good point. the headbutting comes in. Sure, sure. So you see these newer brands doing the same thing. So I, maybe it's just the natural evolution of the way things are going, but I think that that's kind of a source of contention. You know, just the... And it's weird. It's like real tree versus first light. It's like the real tree generation, mossy oak generation. Right, right. And now the first light, Kuyu, you know, all the the these newer, younger brands... And that's that are it. totally you know, marketing differently. No, I, I agree. You know, and I think, you know, when you when you get to um, you know, like the the big increase in like online sales, like the direct to consumer type thing, you know what I mean? It's kind of moving that type of consumer away from the big box stores. Right. You know what I mean? So there's a whole new uh market of people, you know what I mean? Whereas of the guys who go to Walmart and buy the Duck Dynasty stuff mm-hmm. and go to, uh, you know, Dick's Sporting Goods or Field and Stream, and that's more like the nomad crowd. And like, I mean, no, maybe not, nomad's not a good example, but like, you know, 
that that the walls hunting stuff and like you right. know, I don't want to call it budget stuff, but you know, it's just a different type of product. Yeah, what is that? That one brand that Walmart carries like almost exclusively. Fieldline? Is it Fieldline? Yeah. And some of their stuff's not bad. I have one of their Isn't packs that, and it's pretty good. Uh Tops, like the baseball card company, don't they make hunting clothes too? Is it Tops? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they do or not. I think so. I think I saw it one time when we were, I don't know, walking through Walmart for something and I was like, Tops. I was like, don't they make baseball cards? I think that it's Tops. It might be. But, you know, but again, so that comes back to kind of finding your own lane. You know what I mean? So, you know, guys who are going to, or more inclined to shop for some First Light or Numa or, um, you know, the Kuyu, that kind of stuff, they're, they're, they walk into a big box store and they're going to know more than most of the associates. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and so yeah. it's, they're, they're not going to be real. They, they don't really, because I I, personally, if I go to the stores like that, I'm not asking anybody anything. I already know what I want. I know what I'm going to get. Not to brag or sound like I know everything, but I'm pretty certain I'm not going to get too much out of the sales associate who's making minimum wage, college kid, whatever, who was stocking sneakers yesterday and now right. he's, you know, in the bow department. You know, I, I just, I don't have an awful lot of faith. Not to say that there's not people in these places that know some stuff. I mean, there are some people out there who are very well educated on these topics and they, they know their stuff, but they're few and far between. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of, they're, there's that. So you you have that kind of steering people into the whole e-commerce style, you know, and the direct to consumer, uh, yeah. that marketing style. And, you know, that kind of brings things around a little bit. I don't want to say full circle, but, you know, back in the day when you had your independent family operated outdoor store, like the Hunter's Gallery yeah, or, yeah. or Dave's Place, you know what I mean? Right. They were the place to go. And then Walmart started popping up everywhere. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, now the Walmarts are kind of, I know, right? <laughs> that oh, no, Walmart. Mixing the Walmart, those evil bastards. Right. Um, but the, you know, they start popping up all over the place. And then Gander Mountain shows up and Dick's Sporting Goods shows up. And then, you know, the the Hunter's Gallery and those places become less relevant because they have to have higher prices in order to compete with those prices. It's, it's, it's tough, you know? So now that whole e-commerce boom is starting to bring it back around to the little guy, like the independent call makers. How many custom turkey call makers do you see oh on God. Facebook now, on yeah. Facebook Marketplace? So it's starting to keep up with a little bit of a resurgence from the handmade, the craft craftsmanship type deal and these they can align themselves with people like Look, Dave, you go over to Dave Fazio's place and he's got wood turned stuff in there. Yeah. He had a guy doing custom built fishing rods in there for a while. So these guys can kind of, they're kind of getting their time again because right. of how the Walmarts of the world have marketed themselves out yeah. a little bit. And you, you know what? I, I never see a, a small a small time pro shop like Dave's place. Right. I don't I don't see that ever going away. Right. Yeah. And, and they they say you know it's a bad time for this and that, and I just don't see it happening because there's not enough people who have the knowledge to do it themselves mm -hmm. or the capabilities to do it themselves. Right. You know what I mean? And that's it. And there's people who are very picky, especially like we said with an older generation 
moving out and a newer one coming in, you, you need you need the pro shop. Absolutely. But you know, I think guys like like Dave Fazio and mm. the Hunters Gallery mm-hmm. and Lonesome Road Archery. Right. I mean, these guys are staples. To try and start something like that now is gonna be a hell of a lot tougher yeah. than what those guys have maintained over decades. I mean, Dave's been in it for a long, long time. Yeah. Uh Hunter's Gallery's been in it since the seventies. Yep. I mean, you know, I don't know when Ro- Lonesome Road opened up down there in Old Forge, but they've probably been around since the eighties. You yeah, know what I mean? But so, I mean the the you know, the short story is they know they know what they're they doing. They know what they're doing. They've yeah. been doing it since before it was cool. <laughs> You can't, you, know what I you mean? can't beat experience. And that's, that's it. And that's it. it. And we've, t- even last, last season, we got into, you know, make sure you, st- if you're going to get into this kind of thing and you want work done, go to a pro shop, yeah. go to somebody who knows what they're doing. Cause yep. you're, you're going to get a better experience overall. Um, you know, it might cost you five extra bucks, but the next time you come in and need something on the fly, you're not going to have to wait a week for the Botech to show up right. to do it. They're going to yeah. be able to do it on the spot. And I think we've talked about like short notice situations absolutely where you know we both have the advantage of knowing somebody that can help you out you know and that's it if we can't do it ourselves which we're pretty competent in doing mm-hmm. that kind of stuff we have people that we can call up at a moment's notice and be like hey man i'm in a spot and they're gonna they're gonna help you out because you've got a relationship with them yeah if you walk into gander outdoors with your bow and be like listen i'm going hunting tomorrow and my site broke. Yeah, the guy's not here. Yeah, well, um, let me see if I can call him. Yeah, he'll be here Wednesday. I'm like, I'm leaving tomorrow. It's Saturday. Yeah. You know, you know, you're you're stuck. Yeah. So to to have, you know, it kind of comes like I said, kind of full circle. You know, these yeah. guys that were falling behind these big box stores for a long time are starting to get their moment, you know, uh, on the forefront again, and rightfully so, they deserve it. You know, because they've stayed true to the whole mantra of what they started you yeah. know what i mean even in tough times you know what i mean when they had to tighten the belt a lot yeah people had to downsize you know what i mean and but they're still doing it yeah you know but it, it's it's funny though because so these are the guys that we lean on but even still like you, you can it's I, I guess it's just the the difference in age like i remember when when i ordered my expedition mm-hmm. and he's like all white like why? It's like you know, <laughs> it's like I don't know. I like it. Yeah. Like you don't have to hunt with it. Yep. Oh wait, this is ridiculous. <laughs> it's just like it's like take your dad hat off for yep. a minute and put your salesman hat on and tell you me how cool I mean? this is gonna be. Yeah. Like you're killing me here. Like I get it. Like mm. stupid millennial white bow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get millennial it. white bow. Yeah. We need to put that in a white bows matter t-shirt. Yeah. White, white bows matter. But yeah. So, so mean, the next one I got obviously is old school olive drab green. Yep. No camo at all. And you know no. that's oh that's a whole nother conversation we can maybe get into is the camo conversation. Uh, I've got a whole lot of thoughts on that too. But um, you know, but it, it comes down to like you ever hear the the Jones effect. Keeping up with the Joneses. The Alex Jones? No, okay. not Alex Jones. <laughs> That's pretty good. The frogs? Um, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I, no. <laughs> I ruined you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm Keeping done. Keeping up with the Joneses. Keeping oh, up so with the Joneses. So the neighbors got a new car, so you got to buy a new car. Right. You know, you see a lot of that too. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, my hunting buddy just went out and bought a brand new Bowtech, so I'm shooting a four-year-old Hoyt. I think I need to upgrade, and I'm going to put myself into $1,200 of debt. Yeah. Because, so there's a lot of that going on, and I think that needs to kind of be shut down a little bit. And I'm not, in, I'm not encouraging, in, uh, you know, 
retail guys to do that because that's their livelihood. Yeah. But as far as well, us in general out here, we got to start, you know, so making he, people feel bad for what they're using. Yeah, but here, here's the thing. So that's something that has also been in my mind as I'm, you know, considering how I was an outdoorsman and a hunter when I filmed Ghost mm-hmm. compared to now. Yeah. I needed that that new expedition bow. I needed it. Mm-hmm. I had to have it. It had to. Be, I wanted the fastest bow on the market. Blah blah blah. I I I'm gonna be fine with shooting this elite for several years because it kills deer. Like, that's it. Yeah. You know, if anything, I was thinking about getting a longbow just to play around with and and see see what I can do. But on top of that, I don't see myself needing a new bow mm-hmm. unless one of these companies is gonna pony up and sell me one. Right, right, right. So, well, obviously they're going to yeah, right, sell, sell me, one, sure. send me one for nothing, right, right. you know? And that's where I'm at now. I'm not going to get a new bow anytime soon because it's just unnecessary. And that th- this is the exact thing I'm talking. It's funny that you brought that up because that's how I feel now. I, right. And I think that needs to be kind of uh, reinforced a little bit because people sometimes feel almost embarrassed by what they're using or something yeah. like that. Like it's not going to be good enough for the people who they've never met before who might view their picture on a page somewhere. Nope. Who cares, man? It doesn't matter. I was I was it thinking about doesn't. busting out that old bear that my dad has. Have you seen that one with all the all the wheels and stuff? Yep, yep, yep. That thing's pretty crazy to kill a deer yep. with that. I know I actually have an old bow that belonged to my old man. It's pretty rough, though. I'm afraid it might blow up if I try and shoot it. It's really old. But I also have um, the bow, my first bow. I still have it. It was the one that yeah. Kim bought me before we were even married. It was so... That was my 25th birthday, so that'll be almost 20 years, to almost 20 years ago that she bought me that bow. Yeah. Um, and I still got it. I mean, it needs a string and cables and stuff like that. What but, is it? Uh, it is an old... Uh, pro line. Pro line. Yep. You're never gonna kill a deer with that. Man. <laughs> it's loud. Yeah. It's got dual cam. It needs a solo cam. It's it's out. Of, it just it's it's inept. Uh, but no, seriously. I mean, I I killed my first buck with that. Sure. You know, I mean, and I, I did fine. And I shot leagues with that bow. Yeah. I mean, I won my first tournament with that bow. Right. You know, it was a local thing, but I beat guys who were shooting top of the line bows with yeah. that thing, and it was. Brand new, like $279 because it was um, Martin, the company Martin. So it's kind of a sub right. brand from them. They had a bunch of risers and limbs that didn't match. So they just stuck them together and sold them as the ProLine model. Pro line. Yeah. And I bought it out of, uh, you know, yeah. off of the guys down in Old Forge, that, you know. Like Mission and Matthews. Something like that. Same, yeah, same yeah, type yeah. Of deal. Exactly. So it was just, you know, they, they put this mismatched bow out and sold it really cheap. So it was decent components, but it was inexpensive. But that yeah. was my first bow. And man, I used to sit there and stare at that thing. I thought it was so cool because it was my first bow. It is cool. But I can I can set that thing up and go kill a deer this year. You know what I mean? So it's not yeah. that big a deal. Um, my Hoyt, it's a 2014. So it'll be five years old this year. I'm fine with it. Yeah. You know? Um, whether or not I want to upgrade in the next year or two, I haven't decided yet. I got priorities to, to contend with, but you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, we got to be more self-confident, you know what I mean? In, in in our, in our own self and not really give a shit what people think. Because if you, if you focus too much on that, man, it takes away from the experience. That's that. And it's easier said than done. I mean, sure, sure. I feel like doing something like this kind of bolsters that for us mm-hmm. because you know you 
I think it was the first episode we said you just can't be afraid to put things out there. There's right. always going to be hate, like haters, and there's always going to be people who pick you apart and do whatever. But I mean, the the best thing is you only sound crazy until you do something. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then everyone's like, oh, well, shit. Like, right. And and, and, it, and, and again, thing. I think we might have talked about it last episode. When when you're confident in your actions, people are going to feed off that. You know what right. I mean? Like, yep. if you're not apologizing for shooting a seven point because you felt like you wanted to shoot it. If you're not like, oh, it wasn't the biggest buck in the woods and it's no trophy, but no, dude, don't say that. Don't, don't right. fall into that trap nah. because if you're proud of that, then the next guy who's sitting in his tree stand going, I'd really like to shoot that deer, but I, I don't know. It's not a trophy. It's not, it's not the biggest buck in the woods and they're going to pass on a deer and then they're not going to see another one the whole season. Guess what? You're gonna kick yourself in the ass because you should have shot that deer. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about this, and I'm gonna have to bust out the the bleep button mm-hmm. because the the next person, I think, I think that we should start this this revolution right now. The next person that shames somebody, the person being shamed for for killing a small deer, mm-hmm. wearing whatever, yeah. Reply back, F- you. Yep. <laughs> just that's it. F- you. Hashtag. <laughs> just period. Make sure you put a period. Yep. And that's it. And then. Yeah. There you go. And then don't answer anything else. Nope. Let them run on and say their piece. What, what do you insult your dog? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you probably get kicked off the page or whatever for. You know, no, if that if they're gonna kick you off for that, then you don't want to be there anyway. You know what? That that wasn't actually my my original thought my original thought was just shut up period yeah like, well that guys... seems much more effective the answer yeah yeah i mean yeah. It, it, has that, <laughs> it has that wow factor it's a little emphasis yeah, yeah. whoa <laughs> it's got the, it's like you know the, the you, you, uh, invisible you jazz hands you went know? zero to 60 yeah. real quick there man like <laughs> yeah, that escalated you could have given him another year uh, what, what's the spread on the 14 inches yeah he's Cute. not gonna score 120 <laughs> oh no no you're probably right but i got about 130 pounds of meat out of him so yeah so you. Yep. <laughs> Take and then hat. and then it's over. <laughs> and I think that that's what like you just have to start singling those people out and just making them feel like a genuine ass. And that's it. And I and honestly, we gang up on them. I know. And and uh, I don't I don't think I should get into it right now. But there was a post I tagged you in where some dude just started a uh 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 what do you call I'm trying it? Trying to think. Whether you select the different options, a. Uh, on Sunday hunting and why does do, oh, why are God. you against Sunday hunting? Did Hush yeah, make you against that, Sunday hunting? That's that same guy. Yeah, so I, I was the first one to comment on it, and uh, dude, I ran up one side and down the other, and I usually don't do that. Yeah. I usually avoid that type of confrontation, but I was in a mood, and that dude just got me in the wrong time, and I started an avalanche of hate. <laughs> on that guy yeah and i didn't that wasn't my intention and I, and I didn't swear at him i didn't do anything like that i kind of made fun of him a little bit because it was just so obscure to that's that same guy who something we posted i think he he kind of attacked somebody on the post and then act acted like well i didn't i didn't do anything Oh, me. that was where, yeah, he was like, he said like, uh, Harold swore at him and yeah, cursed him out. It, it, which, I didn't realize that was the same guy. Same guy. How about that? Well, yeah, so I, I lit him up and then that just turned into 
you know, a, a massive attack on this guy's manhood and his, you know, all sorts of stuff. You know, yeah. now that wasn't me, but a lot of guys got into it. Yeah. But and, and I think he kind of deserved that. Yeah. And and you know what? I I, I hate it. I hate that kind of thing because it, it just seems petty, like arguing on the internet. Like, what where where's that getting at anybody? Look, if Nowhere. you've if but, you've got a good point and you want to have uh civil discourse you want to have a conversation about something you disagree with hey man i'll sit down and have that conversation with you but when you come out of the gate like a like a jerk yeah you know what I mean? and that's yeah. what it was it was not a good post it wasn't like a conversational post it was like let's just pick on this because my feelings are hurt right. and i'm gonna poke fingers at this guy because of and who's with me and nobody was with him yeah so i think if we start seeing stuff like that guys busting a guy because his bow is 10 years old and he's not wearing camo or he's wearing old you know, the old, what was it, that real tree, hardwoods, you know, uh, whatever. You know tree what I mean? bark. Tree bark, yeah. So what, man? That's if somebody shit, starts man. picking on them, I say we all gang up on them, make them feel little as anything, and and, then, uh, uh, and that's where we focus our rage. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> well, there goes our rating on iTunes. No, we'll be good, we'll be good. <laughs> I, I told you. I'll no, bust, but you're right. You're absolutely right, I bust man. out the bleeper. Yeah, that's that's a... Uh, and that's good stuff, man. Like we got to be able to come together as a whole, because man, we're hurting, dude. And I mean, it's getting better. Like I said, that post, as much as I felt bad after I hit that send button, like ah, maybe I shouldn't have done that. I was encouraged yeah. by all the people that were kind of in the same boat. And we're just right. sick of it. We're sick of seeing it. Yeah. Because it's you're driving a wedge purposely. Like those are the guys that are the problem we've got right now. Mm. And there's a lot of those guys out there, but they're not as upfront as he was. They kind of like to sneak in the back door a little bit and just throw little digs in, 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 you know, threads and stuff like that. But I mean, if we single those guys out a little bit there, because eventually that guy just stopped, he was gone, he disappeared and it just kept going and going and going yeah. and he wasn't replying anymore. Yeah. So it shut him up. You know, so I think we, you know, we, we kind of let these guys know it's not going to be tolerated anymore and you're going to see a lot less of it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, you know, advocating violence by any means, but, you know, to throw out a good insult every now and again to somebody to kind of let them know it's not going to be tolerated ain't such a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. It, it's, it's sad that it, it's come to that, but it's, it's. You kind of, it's necessary to, to make it go away. Well, and that's it. I mean, you know, desperate times call for desperate measures. I mean, these guys are going extreme on one end, so we have to come extreme on the other side of the spectrum, you know? The age of internet bullying. I'm telling you, dude, it's, it's rough, but I mean, it's something we got to deal with. We can't ignore it anymore. I mean, I don't think we've been ignoring it, but I think we have to take a more firmer stance on it, right. you know, because there's a lot of people out there that are in this for what you and I would consider the right reasons. Where anybody else considers the right reasons and don't align with us, that's fine, whatever. But there are people out there who are in it for the the love of the game. You right. know, not to kill the biggest buck or not to show off their brand new camo, not to put 45 stickers on the back window of their truck. You know what I mean? And not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm not breaking balls on that. But it's just, there's different, people have different reasons for why they get into it. And when you have somebody who's discouraged by, you know, a bunch of clowns in some Facebook group, you know what I mean? And they're just starting this process. Dude, we're hurting everything. Yeah. So I think we got to cut that shit out yeah. and, and let everybody know it's, we're not going to tolerate it and it's not going to be, uh, we're not going to yeah. stand for it. Yeah, it's, I agree. We can't be making fun of those guys with the face paint and the, the, taking the selfies and putting every single pro staff that they're on <laughs> on their <laughs> Facebook profile. Don't make fun of them. <laughs> 
it's that's bad, man. You, team Team Golden Oak Outdoors Pro Staff TV. You don't don't make fun of that. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's hey. a real deal. It's a TV show. TV host. Is, is that is that a TV host? Maybe. No. Do they, are they sponsored by Fat Daddy Tree Stands? Fat Daddy Tree Stands. <laughs> the Sons of the Hunt podcast is brought to you by Fat Daddy Deer Stands. That's good stuff right there. But Nothing yeah, so says I don't know far. I'm a man like sitting down in the lap of a fat daddy. <laughs> That's the best. We have to open up the second half with that. There are new sponsor. Our new sponsor, Fat Daddy Tree Stands. And then we could put it on our profiles. There you go. That we are pro staff. Pro staff at Fat Daddy Tree Stands. I'm going to do that, actually. I'm going to put on my, <laughs> on my profile. <laughs> All right, let's end this. People are going to start searching them out. We have to start a whole. We're going to take this far, man. All right, yeah, let's call. I'm about to pull the hammer back and put the misery, uh, put this first half out of out of its misery. All right, sounds good. All right, we'll be back in a couple minutes. Something classic that I feel like it's been ages. Yeah, we've kind of had our hands full with uh, three guests in a row. Uh, then we did one that was kind of off the fly, the last one. We didn't really yeah. get too much into it. We talked about it a little bit, but didn't really uh, get too deep in it. So yeah. I think it's time. But we haven't done anything new. Very, very true. This very is true. that new, new. The new, new. As the, as the, is the, that a, the young gohards are saying. Indeed. But what great beer. Isn't that some kind of like uh, African wild plains game animal, the Nunu? The African Nunu. <laughs> mm. This is good stuff, man. I try. I am very impressed with it. This is the first time I've had it. So speaking what, of Nunu. What we're sucking down here is King Sue double IPA. From Toppling Goliath, which is huge that this is even available to us. This has been one of the best beers in the country for a long time. Uh, Tavor always flaunts this as, oh, we, we can send Of you course they do. But uh, yeah, now available at the Lennoxville Beer Express, which is unbelievable. Because for a limited it, time, because once this gets out, it's going to be gone. Yeah, I, I don't know how often they're going to be able to get it, but it seems like it might be a somewhat regular thing, but I think they still said they have a case left today. Not sure, but it's good stuff, man. Anyway, yeah, I mean it. It's up there, man. It, it, it's one of the best double IPAs I've ever had. Indeed, you know, and it's it's one of those you know we we kind of it gets into the realm of dangerous because mm-hmm. there's no bite so no. you know i know we've been off the whole ibu train for a while yeah um which rightfully so i mean a lot of a lot of beer companies aren't really uh hyper focusing on that anymore but i mean if i were to take a whack at it i'd i'd say like 50s 60s yeah. I, mean, I mean it's really low bitterness uh since we're in the spirit of 
talking about evolution and, yeah. and you know, <laughs> self-reflection. If you think about back to like the first episode of the podcast, mm-hmm. we were real heavy into like the stone IPAs, very clear. Yep. Like beer is totally different now. In just the amount of time that we've been doing it. Yeah. It, I mean, the, the the hazy beer, it's like the hazy craze right that's, now. That's the, it, the flock boys, you the, know what I mean? The flock boys. Like, <laughs> in the house. Look, at, look at that beer. Yeah. It's, I mean, uh, it, and and this is this the by far the most popular style of beer out there, the, the New England double IPA. Yeah, this hazy, uh, juicy, I guess. Uh, and, and honestly, it's it's got a definitely a, a fruit note, but it's not overwhelming. It I still was, tastes like an IPA. I was going to... You know, try to pick out some flavors in this, and then I didn't. I, I actually haven't really even looked at the can. <clears throat> this is my second four pack, but uh, it says right on it: "This lusciously hazy double IPA gains its bold flavors of mango, orange, and pineapple from the use of delicious citra hops." Yeah, dude, all I would agree with all of that. Because if I had to yeah. guess, I would lean towards mango, pineapple, that type of thing. But it's, it's subtle. Yeah. It's not in your face. No, like, it's definitely not. Like, it's not like a screwdriver. If you, know you taste I mean? it, you're not saying, oh, this is fruity. Right. You know? Yeah. But it's good. It's just enough. It's a really good balance. Really good balance. Cool can. I dig the whole T-Rex, yeah. T-Rex thing. And and that's the other thing. The colors on the can, like... They're very autumn-esque. Me, yeah, they, but they, they just make me like the beer better. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Oh, sure. It's you a know, big part it, of it. It's just like... I don't know. The dinosaur is the same color as the beer. It's awesome. Unless you're drinking mystery beer from our friend Logan, because then it doesn't matter. It's just a plain old silver can, and it's good. Yeah. <laughs> I think that might the have been. Silver what was it? The silver bullet can. Yeah, the silver bullet can, was, and then uh, we were drinking, I think it was. It had um, the coffee flavored. It yeah, was like the black that coffee. Grass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It was good. That was, uh, that was real good. Speaking of, those would be a, that'd be a cool little visit. Get up and, pardon me, have you ever sent, been up to Black and Brass? No. Pretty cool little setup they got. Not much of a coffee guy. Once in a while. Yeah, I know you're kind of starting to stray into the coffee yeah, world. I've I've dabbled. Yeah. Cool place to go up, sit down, and have a conversation. Small place, but it's it's neat. He's yeah. got a nice little operation going on up there. But uh, yeah, no, this is pretty good, dude. I'm really digging this this King Sue. Yeah. Uh, if I see it, I'm gonna grab it. Yeah. Because I got I, a, I got a couple of birthday cards with a couple of twenty spots in there it. So go. that's uh right about the wheelhouse yeah. for Your birthday uh, this week. A I nice. Guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, I got to say, very, very humbling. Thank you, everybody who uh, sent me some birthday wishes. That was really, really cool. Thanks for kind of throwing that little post up. That was neat. Oh, no problem. But yeah, I was I was humbled by it, for sure. Uh, I mean, I got a lot of, you know, from people I know and stuff like that. But the people that I don't know that we just kind of have, whether we've had a conversation or a, right. a sidebar with them through the, the podcast and stuff like that, I was I was really blown away. So th- thank you, everybody, uh, for that. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, man, it's uh, forty-four yeah. now. Wow, what was it? What was it like when they figured out to put meat over a fire? I know, right? <laughs> what was that like? It was interesting because the first couple of guys that suggested it got clubbed over the head. I <laughs> <laughs> thought they were crazy, crazy witch. And doctors. now it's like trendy. Yeah, to cook your food. Yeah, that's but, crazy. Yep, I, you know they they say they 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 kind of equate like seasons to the the time of your life. You know what I mean? Like. The winter of your life is the end oh. of your days. You know Ooh. what I mean. When you're young and you're in the spring and then uh-huh. in the summer, I think I'm right there in the autumn, man. I'm digging it. It's kind of the fall is my favorite time of year. So oh, all right, I figure that. Or if you want to equate it to the, I was, I'm I'm right around happy hour. I think. Yeah. 
so I'm in it, the happy hour of my life. I get it. Oh, <laughs> the, that's, the five I, to seven o'clock. I've been lit. I've been. <laughs> they locked the door from the outside on yeah. me. Uh, what a. So would the winter be the beginning and the end? Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess the winter would be the end. You know what I mean? If you're in but the I winter mean, of your life, you'd beginning. be towards the end of your life. Well, I guess the spring would be the beginning because everything's new again. Everything's oh, growing, okay. you know? So you're, you're starting your... Oh, okay. So as far as the season's not the the fiscal year. Correct. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it loses a lot of its effectiveness when you got to explain it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I need things laid out black and white. Oh, that's all right. Hey, you know... You know how I do. I do. I do, I do. But uh, yeah, dude, really digging this, man, this King Sue. So thank you very much for sharing this with me. No problem. So yes, Lennoxville Beer Express. Go up. get them. You know, th- they also have a... Go kick that door in on Brian. Yeah. He's, he's there hanging out waiting to sell you some of this stuff. It's oh, yeah. freaking fantastic. And if they don't have this, they're going to have something that's going to be damn good. Yeah, they're carrying... They, they've got a killer selection there now. Along well, they with, have been for a while. Along with the King Sue, they're carrying... The other one is Pseudo Sue. Okay, yeah, I've seen that. Which is just the, I think that's just their pale ale. Mm-hmm. They have the Pompeii, which is I haven't just had a chance a straight, to try that. I that, almost bought it that's uh, good. a week ago. I had that one last week, and that was, uh, it's kind of like has this nuttiness to it. Okay. Really good. Really good beer. A um, lot of the new trail stuff they've got, you know, they're featuring a lot of the new trail stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. You can't really go wrong with anything. That, yeah, everything I've had from them has been good. There's a beer coming out tomorrow. It's a collaboration with New Trail and Dancing Gnome. And we've done Dancing Gnome on the mm-hmm. podcast, the the Ink and Arrow, which my sister and that's right friend yep. brought us back. Excuse me. See, now we're getting into the second and half where we, we burp and, and burp and stuff. stuff and swallow hard. and you, we, Yeah. Ew. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, nothing. Yeah, but the, that there's a collaboration coming out tomorrow. And thank God this podcast isn't like coming out tomorrow because I'm probably going to buy the entire case. <laughs> So, <laughs> sorry about that. So yeah, so it's not even Sucks worth you guys thinking about. Don't even think about. Get out of your mind right now. It doesn't <laughs> exist because it's mine. Yeah, that's good stuff. Good stuff. So this is awesome. This is good. I'm digging yeah. it. We got the. Uh, I'm trying not to watch. Yeah, yeah we got the game on. This is why I'm I'm dressed like a blueberry mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, and, uh, I know. I almost wore an, an old Niners jersey. I've got uh, an old yeah. uh, Frank Gore. Niners jersey. Ooh, yeah. Frank Gore, Classic. man. Now that's respect. Indeed. There's Indeed. a workhorse. Yeah, buddy. He's still doing it. He's with like his 35th Miami? year in the league or something? Yeah, I think he's with Miami now. Oh. Is he with Miami or did that's, he move? I forget. That's a good place to go die. I, yeah, I know, right? No, I think I think he I think he's with somewhere. Where the hell is he now? I, I can't remember. Oh Don't want to get too far into that. However, hmm. I do want to bring up something that we talked about on the last podcast. So don't ever let it be said that if I am incorrect on something that I will not uh, own up to it. Okay. So uh, I want to publicly hereby retract my statements about the seven-foot window liquor quarterback of the New York Giants and uh. um, Saquon Barkley. <laughs> I got to say, I think I was wrong. I Listen, think I man. was wrong. Oh, there's that. We These are sweet coasters. They are, but they stick right to the bottom of the glass. <laughs> but, Yeah. That's they happened a couple times. Turn on us and turn against us. Yep, yep. yep. That and sound now, might be familiar. It's happened. I think when Dauber was on, we did it about three or four times. Yeah, <laughs> you pick up the glass and the thing stuck. It falls off the bottom, yeah. Either way, I just want to say I told you, you so. You did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, when they first drafted him, 
not keen on that. Yeah, wanted one well, of those. Wanted one of those came big. Out of nowhere. Wanted one of those big edge rushers first, thinking he'd still be there. There's rumors that he wouldn't, so that's why they went with him and they reached. Yeah, rot, rot. What's the past tense of reach? Um, they reached, reached. Yeah. Either way. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, he he's he's looked impressive so far. Preseason stuff, of course, but. I love yeah. that. I and love that 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 asterisk everyone puts on. Oh, it's well, preseason. Well, hey, well, it, everyone true. in the game is in preseason. Indeed, they are. But you know, to see him take a hit like he took, and get up and just throw a dime, I I, I was impressed with that. Yeah. And honestly, you, you met my friend Chris Stone. Mm-hmm. He's my partner in one of the uh, fantasy football leagues I'm yeah. in. And of course, we had first overall pick. So, I'm rocking with Saquon oh, Barkley. Okay. I. I thought for a minute you were about to say he took Danny Jones. Yeah, no, no, like, no, no. No, we ooh, took Saquon because honestly, if because it, 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 Chris wasn't there, so I had to pick like the first couple rounds without yeah. him because he was at another draft. Yep. And uh, yeah, if I didn't take Saquon Barkley, I'm pretty sure his head would have exploded because Chris also is a very big diehard Giants fan, like yeah. lifelong Giants yeah. fan. So the fact that we had first overall and we had a shot at picking Saquon this year, I, I couldn't disappoint him. him. I would have well, taken no, him. Listen, too. I, there's not a lot of guys out there that I think are. Do I think Saquon's going to be the lead rusher? He has a good chance at it. He has a good chance at 1,000 yards rushing and 1,000 yards receiving, especially this year. Mm-hmm. If the O line can do their job and hold up for him, because they've got a, a, a much better O line this year. Ooh, so yeah. if they can hold up and give him a hole every once in a while. We haven't even seen him yet. Behind this line, no, nope. He hasn't. So, play, he didn't play one down. Nope. I'm strictly running on recency bias, man. On the fact that he was, pardon me, good last year, and he's going to be good again this year. I mean, he uh, he was he wasn't good last year. He was great last yeah, year. Yeah, he was fantastic. He was rookie last of the year. year. Yeah, absolutely. Now, just look at what their quarterbacks did in preseason. Eli yeah. looked awesome mm-hmm. for the I don't know four series that he played. Yeah. No, I think three. Yeah, he even. was only in there for a short time. Danny Jones looked good. Mm-hmm. Tanny looked good. Yeah, Loletta so. looked good, and they they let him go, which I don't understand that. I would have let Tanny go and kept Loletta, but the quarterback succeeding, I think, says a lot about what this O line looks like now. You yeah, know what I mean. So yeah. wait till we see what Saquon does with that O line. Yeah, I'm I'm good I'm night. really anxious to see because I mean we burned our first overall pick on him, yeah. so I'm hoping it works out because I mean listen I drank the cool on Devontae Adams and I'm watching it right now he's getting absolutely chewed up and spit out by Chicago's defense right now. Did you say you, you drank a culotta? Culotta? I say that I meant Kool Aid. Yeah, I don't drink culottas. Damn it. Well, that's a, that's a that's a real drink, isn't it? It is. Dunkin yeah, it's a Dunkin' Donuts something or other. So I will. Uh... I will talk all day about the Giants, though. So yeah. I, I don't know if anyone. But I just wanted to throw that out there yeah. and make it public that uh, I did kind of throw a few digs uh, last podcast. So I want to retract those statements officially that I think that they're going to be better than I was anticipating. Yeah, and I, I just I love Eli, but I'm like very anxious to see when this turnover happens and to see what he's actually what Danny Jones is actually. I say five do. or six games in. No, Jones is the starter. They're they're. They're going to win nine games this year, and they'll go in like nine and seven or something mm-hmm. like that. But I, I, I still don't think I think Eli starts the whole season because that just because that O line is so much better. Well, when you, maybe when you he give can. him time, maybe that he, gives him the opportunity to do it. Yeah, I mean he looked fantastic in preseason behind the first string O line. I mean he was tearing it up. So 
I expect big things. Yeah, I hope so. And this man. is this team so much resembles the years that they won. I mean, minus the defense. The defense isn't obviously close to what it what it was the years that they won the Super Bowls. But as far as the, the receiving core, kind of looking scrappy, you know, like superstars. I mean, minus Plaxico, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eli does better when he doesn't have to say, where's Odell? Where's Odell? I have to throw yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to Odell, otherwise he's going to cry. He's going to throw a tantrum. Mm-hmm. He's going to text me at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, he's going to he's gonna punch a net. He's, he's going to pee on the field. He, he's he's going to go crazy. Uh what you got? I don't know. You got big eyes. Yeah, I got big eyes. There was a big, huge pass downfield. Trubisky just probably completed the longest pass of his entire career. <laughs> but there's a flag, so it's probably holding the offense. Yeah. Line. But anyway, so I just wanted to kind of throw that out there. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, you know. Anyway. <laughs> so that's my that's my fantasy football spew. Yeah. For and, the moment. And if anyone's listening, I I'm gonna try to set up some kind of fan duel thing because I think you could set up week to week. Yeah, you could, there, you could get like a group and do week to week. That I'm not sure of. I've never done anything like that, but uh, that'd be cool. I know oh. we were trying to do the uh, a league. We'll probably try and do it next year. We'll get ahead of it. Yeah, next we'll, year. we'll get something solid together because obviously, I mean, this is the the second time we've talked about football at this. Well, it's length. football season. I mean, we yeah. talked about it a little bit last year too when we were getting into football season. Yeah. We had a few conversations about it, but I mean, this is, you know, we do primarily focus on the outdoors and stuff like that. But we're, I mean, we went golfing together in a tournament a couple weeks ago. Uh, we play, we we play fantasy football. We love football. We're into all different types of sports. We cook a lot. So there's a tremendous amount of things that we're into that we're sure a lot of you guys kind of dabble in at the very least. Have you seen uh, the memes where it's like uh, somebody like Batman and Robin? Oh yeah, and Robin's yeah, yeah. like the the football season starting. Batman's smacking like no, it's deer season. <laughs> it's deer season. Hey, why can't you let people enjoy what they like? <laughs> Damn would it, you, Batman! Would you believe that I like two things, two different things? I'm telling you, oh, what is Batman wrong with and people? his toxic masculinity? Made it in. <laughs> we could probably just talk about that if you want. Mm. I was just joking, but yeah. toxic masculinity is a term that we've been trying to avoid. Yeah, that was more of a dig, personal because, side joke, inside joke. Well, thing. Well, no, because you know what I feel like is is coming at some point <clears throat> is that the way you know we want to we want people to you know get along within the community. Yeah, and it whenever. It's funny because whenever something like that comes up on any of these Facebook groups, it's always like, I was just joking. Oh, you can't take a joke or, or yeah, what. Yeah, yeah, And it's not really that. No. You know, and you're just being a dick. Yeah. Listen, I know when somebody's ribbing me. Yeah. I, I know. I get it. And, and and some people just don't. You can't, they can't take a joke. But for the most part, you're right. As soon as somebody gets defensive and they get called out on their BS, then it's like, a, oh, I was just kidding. I was so, just joking. Oh, what do you need? A safe space? Oh, what, yeah. you, you got something <laughs> against toxic masculinity? No, you're just an asshole. Yep. Like, that's all there is to it. Like, you don't have to be that way. Right, right. Yeah, no, there's that. That's that's a whole insane culture. I'm pretty sure that's something they grow in California, that toxic yeah. masculinity tree. Uh, that's a, that's a, that's a whole podcast in itself. But, uh, yeah, I mean, listen, you know, I don't, I don't rate when you, that toxic masculinity thing becomes more important. I think when you're talking about raising kids or or younger kids and stuff and how you bring people up and stuff like that. And so I'm not 
raising my kids to be D-bags. Right. But I'm not raising them to be a bunch of little manginas either. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, listen, stand up for yourself, but make sure you're respectful. They yeah. say, yes, sir. No, ma'am. Thank yeah. you. Please. They're very well-spoken. They're mannered. So, I mean, I don't think that's toxic masculinity. That's being a man. Yeah. Standing up I mean, for just, somebody who's yeah, getting bullied. Doing the right thing. Yeah, just do the right thing. You know, yeah. you just put out some good vibes into the world and don't be yeah. a dick. You yeah. know what I mean? You don't got to be super successful. You don't got to be super wealthy. I mean, that's not the measure of success. The measure of success that I'm trying to get into those guys is what do people say about you when you're not around? Yeah. Not that you should really care too much about it, but that's a good signal to the kind of person you are. Right. If you leave the room and everyone's like, what an asshole. Yeah. Then you, you're probably an asshole. Right. But when you leave the room and you're like, oh, man, it's cool having a conversation with that guy. Yeah. Well, then, you know, not that you're going to know, you know, but that kind of falls right into the same thing as integrity. You know what I mean? Integrity is what you do when no one's looking. You know, the whole feel, you know, what do people say when you're not around? You know what I mean? It's just being a good person. You know what? And it's funny, this kind of like nicely transitions into... All of these qualities we, we've we talked about before kind of stem a lot. I mean, at least, you know, we don't want to talk too highly of ourselves, but, I mean, we feel like we're both pretty decent dudes. Yeah, yeah. And the one thing that we definitely have in common is, you know, a background in the outdoors. And uh, absolutely. That, and and I've, I've said it before, and I'll, I'll say it a hundred times. I mean, no where no other discipline or no other hobby or no other genre are you going to find better manners. Right. More people, yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Please. Holding doors. Opening doors for your lady. I mean, I've been with my wife. We're going to be, what's today's date? It is the 5th. So in two weeks, my wife and I will be together for 20 years. I still open car doors for her. I still open doors for her to walk into a building. Like, it's just stuff that I was, that's how I was raised. And my kids see me doing that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you should see them run to a door to hold the door. Like when we're leaving church at night, they'll man the doors at the end of the night so they can hold the doors for everybody going yeah. out. They get a kick out of it. They yeah. feel good about themselves doing yeah. that kind of stuff. It's not like they're doing it because they think they have to. They're doing it because they want to. I used to get that. The old ladies pinching you on the cheek. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they, they love that kind of stuff because it's attention. They're, people yeah. are paying attention to them and for yeah. the right reasons. Yeah. You know, they're not paying attention to them because, you know, they feel like, you know, they need a trophy or they need a pat on the back because, you know, Woe is them. We don't want them to feel left out. Right. No. If my kids have a bad day, I want them to sit down and think about why they had a bad day. Right. You know, I coached their football. They had a flag football. The twins played flag football. Yeah. And I coached them. And I was hard on them. They were like, but you're my dad. I'm like, no, I'm your coach. In 20 minutes, I'll be your dad. Yeah. But right now, I'm your coach. So get your ass up off the ground. Quit sitting yeah. around. Quit your crying. And get back on the line. And We've get got those 20 flags on game. your waist and That's get out right. there. Let's go, Sally May. Twirl around. It. Right. But, you know, they, they, they did enjoy it, but they, they get a little lazy. But they're nine, so I wasn't too hard on them. But I wanted to understand that they had to work just as hard as the rest of the kids on the team that weren't my kid. Right. You know what I mean? And shake hands. When the game was over, you line up. I don't care if we got crushed. You line up and you shake hands. If right. we crush them, we line up and we shake hands. You know what I mean? And there was a couple times where we were, we were way ahead in the game, and they would wanted, like, bust the play out. I'm like, just relax. We're yeah. there's three minutes left. We're gonna win the game. Just calm down. <laughs> right. Let's just not shove it up their nose. You know what I mean? And maybe yeah. that's the wrong thing to take because it's just not necessary when you're nine years old. When you're in high school or it's college, not toxic enough. run that damn score up. Yeah. Run it up. Because if you lose, it's because you weren't good enough that day. But when you're nine, 
we want them to learn the basics of the game more than how to crush someone's spirit. Bill <laughs> Belichick would be laughing in your face. Right yeah, he now. would. And, in, and you know, he might be right for it. But it's just, you know, that's just I'm how good. I feel about it. No, and I, and I know you. I know, yeah. I, I know you are. But it's just that's how I feel about it. And some people would disagree and be like, no, these kids got to learn. You know, if they, if they suck, they suck. They got to know they suck. Yeah. And that's great, but they're nine. So yeah. I'm not looking to, you know, stomp a kid's face into the turf, you know, at nine years old. And, you know, so it was just they understand that there's a certain expectation for them. You know what my favorite thing about kids are? Hmm. Not one of them is mine that I know yep. <laughs> That's my favorite part about kids. Fair enough. Fair enough. I used but, to have this joke where, like, I don't have any kids that I'm aware of, but I keep yeah. getting these weird Cinco de Mayo cards in the mail. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Spent a little time in Tijuana, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, what, as, as, as we were talking about, you know, the outdoors, you know, kind of, you know, tailoring people a certain yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, I The one thing I was thinking as you were saying all that is that, if you spend time in the outdoors, I think that the most simple way to put it is that it just grounds you. Yeah. You could see how real things actually are, how quick mm-hmm. things can change, how fast a life can end. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep, yep. No, I, I definitely mm-hmm. agree with that 100%. You know what I mean? Because there's a there's a huge disconnect when you've never been there yeah. um, to how things work. Like, you know, it's it's funny. You see it all the time. It pops up every year around hunting season, but there's like, it's almost like a newspaper ad and it's circled. And it's like, you know, I don't understand why people have to hunt. Why can't you just go buy your meat at the supermarket where no animals get harmed? You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, it's yeah. kind of, it's almost like it has to be a joke. I really hope that someone wasn't sincere when they wrote that. But it's one of those things that there's deeper meaning to that, you know, yeah. because there is such a, an obvious disconnect um, among, you know, a, a lot of society, you know, I mean, I started following a page called Band Trophy Hunting. I just wanted to follow it just to see. Yeah. I have never seen such a violent group of people in all my yeah. life as the people who comment. And of course they talk about propaganda. It's yeah. absurd, but I'm not going to comment in it because it's, it's pissing on a forest fire. You know what yeah, I mean? So I don't even right comment. Here. I just, I'm just an observer just to see where they're coming from, how they're spinning it and stuff you're, like that. And it's <clears throat> outrageous. Like the opposite end of the, the spectrum from where I am. I, I've been unfollowing like hunting pages that are just driving me nuts lately. Yeah. Just seeing stupid things posted over and over and over. And, you know. Well, there is a little a lot. bit of. It, get, it gets old. Know, the toxic masculinity. Yeah. <laughs> it's got me sick. Well, you know, there is a lot of stuff, and especially when you follow. I don't know if everyone who listens to this follows as many outdoor pages as we do. Oh, yeah. I sure hope not, because it gets overwhelming because of the similarity of some of the posts that you see from group to group to group to group. And sometimes I'll see the same post How many in times four different you? groups yeah. at the and same that, time. That's what kills me is that I, you know, people know how much I like to hunt and how much I like mm-hmm. the outdoors. And they'll tag me in something, and I'll be like, fool, <laughs> do you think I didn't see that yet? You I'm know my over. name. Like, it, it just it just gets to the point where it, it, it annoys me, right, you know, right. and it, which is and, know, and again, stupid, I'm the but. same way. I try not to. I think we talked about it, like, you know, how, how many times in the turkey pages, like, well, what gauge, what, what shell works yeah. with what choke combo and what, you know. And it's like, all right, listen, I'm all for helping people out, but. What's Honestly, his score? All you gotta do is, yeah, yeah. You know, what do you think this deer scores? You know, I'm like, well, okay. If you really truly want to know, 
then fine. Ask the question. Who am I to tell you you're wrong for asking it? But I just try to avoid it and ignore it. Because, Should have given him another year. You know, what's the best broadhead? Oh, my goodness. God. And then you see that little number in the corner, like 185 replies. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah, uh, I don't even, I can't even do and it. And that thing right there, unfollow. Yep. Yeah. Snooze for 30 days. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's it's tough when you, because again, we follow a lot and we post in a lot of those groups. You know what I mean? Yeah. We share a lot of our content in a lot of those groups. <laughs> and I spend a lot of time, you know, commenting and interacting with those groups. But. <laughs> if the people on my friends list knew how many of them are, are snoozing for 30 days, right now, <laughs> they would be upset with me. I You'd think. be getting an actual mail. Yeah. You're snoozing. With snooze, a stamp like, and everything. Go to sleep for 30 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it is. It's, it's challenging sometimes to kind of overlook certain things because of how involved we are in it and how knee deep in all this stuff we are. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I just try to like just shrug it off, like, well, not, not, not today, Satan. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's not al- happening. Also, though, it it is kind of necessary for us to see this because mm-hmm. we we need something to talk about. Well, that's it, and, and it, it it helps us keep our finger on the pulse of what's going on. You yeah. know, so I just look at it that way. You know, like, hey, listen. Eh, I used to kind of help people out and comment on some of those, and very rarely do I get involved. And, um, you know, there's, uh, uh, again, I'm bringing him up again, that Richard Barth guy. You know, I just kind of saw him post in, it was, it was like a bow hunting PA thing, and it was like, he's like, I'm just kind of getting into it, just looking for some tips. And, and you know, he had been in a couple other groups where he just got pushed right out of the group because they were, just, they're so mean and like, dude, you're, no, no. don't even bother you know, wait till next year, start with a crossbow, which is not a bad suggestion, but he was definitely made it clear that he wanted to get into full on archery gear. Yeah. So I just kind of put in a message like, listen, if you got questions, PM me and I'll, I'll, I'd be happy to help yeah. you out. And we had a great conversation before we even knew I had a podcast. I mean, like, before we started doing this, I mean, we had some great conversations and kind of helped steer him into making some good decisions. If he had a question, he wasn't certain, he'd just shoot me a line and I'd say, well, this is my thoughts on it. And then this isn't the way you need to go. I'm right. not like, this is the way you got to do it. This is what you need. Just, this is what you want to look for. Right. You know I mean, and it helped him get into where he's at now. And man, he's, he's bit, you yeah. know what I mean? He's now he's putting up, we became friends on Facebook and he's putting a post like it's the most challenging and rewarding thing I've ever done. And he's really big into archery. So he's a guy who now is probably going to do this rest of his life. Yeah. And, uh, the way I was introduced to him is he, he, he commented on the short about technology. Yes. And he said, oh boy, he's like, he said, I have an opinion, but I'm, I'm too fresh at this to, to say something. Yeah. And I, I kind of nudged her. I said, no, like, say it like, yeah. you know, I, I want a civil discussion was basically the, the point of the whole thing. And his comment, like he's there, he, he, he gets it. Yeah. And, and for somebody who's just starting like that, huge. Right. So it's, and he almost didn't pursue it because of some of the comments that he, that was my, I just, oh, okay. the table. I'm going to have to cut a big hole in this, <laughs> this table. <laughs> yeah. This, this table needs I'm, a little I, bit I smack of my knee off it every, every time I'm here. Yeah. Uh, but you know, he was almost discouraged enough to where he just threw his hands up and said, forget it. I'm not going to bother with it. You know, That's but crazy. a guy that who's at that level already, not in experience, but in the thought process, in his philosophy, you know what I mean? He's the kind of guy who belongs in this in this genre, yep. you know. So, yeah. But just taking a few minutes to have a conversation with somebody, you know. And I think if there's more of us doing that, we're going to grow our numbers in the right way. There's, 
we can just go out and get a whole bunch of clowns out here slinging bullets and firing arrows everywhere, but that's not what we want to do. No. You know, we don't want to be ultra selective, but we want to do it in the right way. Like you kind of said, you know, last episode, you know, taking somebody out and showing them the right way. You know what I mean? You'd rather have an inexperienced hunter with a crossbow learning the right way than having some other guy out there just, you know, slinging lead everywhere, Yeah. you know, spraying and praying, you know, because that just, it's a bad look. Yeah. Uh, And... You know, there there's something about it where, you know, if you're doing it the right way and, and you're subtle about it, you know, mm-hmm. you're you're you don't have to flaunt it. You don't have to like if you go out to to some kind of event that calls for a suit and tie and you're wearing like a a real tree tie. All right, mm-hmm. we we get where you're at, <laughs> you know. But if you go out and you know you're quiet about it and blah 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 and and you just keep to yourself and mm-hmm. at some point. It comes up like, oh yeah, well you know, we we eat a lot of venison. Then I feel like you get the inquisitiveness right from somebody like, really, right? Like you you so you kill something and then eat, and then it's like, you know, I feel like people shy away when they they see somebody who's who's just so out there and blatantly yeah, just crazy there, about yeah, it, yeah. You know? It and that's why. I feel like it needs, hunting needs to come back around in this, you know, circular evolution back to utility rather than competitiveness. Right. Which is where it's at. Agreed. That's a great way of saying it. You know, it's, that's very well put. It has to be, you know, a a means to sustenance, you know, that, because that's what it started as. That's what it's supposed to be. Right. It, it's just odd where where it got to. Yeah, and I mean, and it, you know, the way the way society's progressing as a culture, you know what I mean, as a species, if you want to boil it down that far, I mean, we're we're constantly evolving in, into in you know to new aspects, and so to see it take a turn like it has, it's, I'm not terribly surprised by it, but no. it, it's. But you know, just like anything, you know, there's you got to step into some new, get out of get out of the box a little bit to find out if that's the right place to be. And if it's not, you need to back it up. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of right on track with you know all the other crazy nonsense going on in the world. Like look, sure. where, look where like mo- like popular modern music is. Oh yeah, it's like it's it's disgusting. Yeah, it's yeah. Awful. We're the old we're the old guys now. <laughs> well, but yeah, you know and, and I, so not I, me i'm young I'm right right well young. yeah i'm the old guy but yeah. i can understand now when like when i was blasting pantera back in in the old days and like my grandmother was like what in god's name are you listening to well sorry <laughs> it's like, not listen, polka grandma respect right. walk let, yeah five minutes alone grandma that's <laughs> all i need but you know it, it's but now it's like the was it the mumble rap boy that gets me <laughs> And yeah, and we could we could actually put out our own album. I'm, on, not, yeah. I'm telling you, man, we mm-hmm. hit it big on SoundCloud. <laughs> I, I, I've already been called. Post Draw some Malone, tattoos so on our face. I'm done. I'm not. I'm gonna try to stay as far away from that as possible. So, I but, mean, yeah, no, I, you're right. It, but it's hey, for the people who like it are into it and they think it's awesome. We don't really care for it that much. I almost so, deleted hey. the page that day. I know, right? I almost deleted. <laughs> I almost quit everything. I'm not. You look like Post, Post Malone. <laughs> Dude, that killed me. I laughed for friggin' a long, a good long time when I, when you told me that. But yeah, you know, I, I think you're absolutely right, though. It needs to cycle back around to, you know, like you said, the utility aspect. You know what I mean? And 
and a, a little more of a subdued thing. But to, you know, hey, listen, there's nothing wrong with wearing, you know, I've seen people get married in real tree tuxedos. Hey man, if that's your jam, sure. Go for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You want to wear, I'll tell you, there's a lot of times where my three hours at sitting at a wedding of someone I didn't know was saved by somebody wearing a real tree wedding ring. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, bingo. I know who I'm talking to in the next four right, hours. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, so, I, I understand that. But I mean, majority of the people that I work with have no idea that I am an outdoorsman. Right. Other than knowing, like, you know, the people in my immediate circle know, sure. and then, you know, other people end up knowing. But right, right. I don't think most people peg me for an outdoorsman. Do you know that's what I'm it. saying? That's Same thing where I work. I mean, I work yeah. in a hospital. So, I mean, I see very few people with what I do. I don't see an awful lot of people. I'm in, the, you know, I work overnights and I do sleep diagnostics. So I pretty much, as creepy as it sounds, I watch people sleep for a living. So yeah. it's, you know, it, I don't see an awful I'd lot of people. That. So, yeah, right. Okay. Um, but, you know, there's a huge department that I'm part of. I'm part of the entire respiratory department at Moses Taylor Hospital. But a lot of the people that I see on a regular basis, they have no idea. Yeah. You know, and it's, uh, it's funny because every once in a while, someone will go to my wife and say, hey, is Jay on a podcast? Yeah. And she'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's been doing it for a while. I saw it because they're friends with somebody that may have shared one of our right. shorts or yeah. something. And because there's a big circle, you know how many times you've seen like people you may know, and you're like, how the hell did that person get in my feed? I don't, right. they're like, but they have four similar friends or whatever, you know? So it's just like somebody that Kim will share something and somebody from the hospital will see it or however, you know, and they're like, oh my goodness, I had no idea. And I've known them for years, but it's just not part of our conversation. It's more like, how are your kids? You know, how's work going? You know, the whole small talk thing. But uh, it's becoming more and more, um, I guess, open and people are accepting to having that conversation, I've found anyway. I mean, you still have people who are just like, ew, you kill animals? Ew. Yeah. You're gross. But, you know, uh, there's a lot of people who are more intrigued by it and just want to, they they have questions, but they don't have anybody to ask because that's not part of their life. Yeah. And I mean, we've had people over where they, you know, they saw the the deer head on the wall or something and and then they were like, we didn't know. We Mm -hmm. didn't know you were a hunter. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah. And then, you know, you bust out a piece of tenderloin and sear it or something sure. real quick and then yeah try it some wild turkey leg tacos and that lights up a room yeah you know and it's it's and that's again we've talked about that hundreds of times but man you want to see a surefire way of getting uh on the good side of a, a non-hunter is uh feed them yeah feed them and i think i think the the, the one thing that i, I want to say here is i i feel like people might take this the wrong way and think that i'm being very judgy mm-hmm. no but i no, not me. <laughs> I never judge. No, I judge a little bit. Well, sorry, we all do. But the the thing that I'm saying is, like going back to the first half where where we're, we were talking about how like the real tree brand says something. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As opposed to the first light brand, and there's there's a there's a clear difference there. Sure. So I kind of feel like you know. The real tree, mossy oak, that kind of thing. I feel like that kind of alienates, and people who aren't as accepting see that and are. I don't know if I want to say intimidated, but you know, there's something about it where it's like a flag to somebody. Like okay. they, they kind of already know what you're about, right? Do you know what I mean? Sure. Well, you know, the whole mossy oak brand, the real tree brands, they're grounded in tradition. 
Right. That's their. That's the backbone of that company. The backbone right. of everything they stand sure. for. When you have somebody who tradition is that kind of tradition is absent in their life, they don't come from a hunting family. Their dad doesn't hunt. Their uncles don't hunt. They just saw something that that piqued their interest. Whether it's a, a YouTube video on how to cook something, or an adventure video with Cameron Haynes, or whatever right. it is that they saw that intrigued them, they don't have that tradition, so it doesn't speak to them. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and the one thing I do want to say right now, all my hunting clothes most of it is real tree sure just, just so everyone just so everyone knows it's, right, like, it's right. like i'm not you know dumping on that on the brand no it's, absolutely not it's no. just the stigma behind it is, is right. what i'm talking about 100 percent. yeah i mean i mean the stuff that toxie hayes and bill jordan and all I mean, those guys yeah. have done for our industry I mean, they, is they've, tremendous they've yeah, blown they, it up and we the owe them a debt of gratitude for yeah. sure obviously there'd be no first light without them right you know what i mean and and i get it but it's just that idea, and I can't be the only one that thinks that when I see like somebody with like a real tree decal on the back of their truck, it's like everyone is already thinking something because of that. Mm-hmm. They're 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 prejudging you, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The book and the cover and 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 that saying, sure. And that's that's just my thing with that. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, and, and that's an interesting take on it for sure. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it's almost, but you know, conversely, it's kind of like you're in a club. There's that there's that real tree club or the Hoyt right. club or yeah. the Matthews club or uh, the yeah. you know what I mean. So every, there's that that tribalism. You know what I mean? Yeah. That people identify with, and 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 that's cool too because and and, and that that same thing is tied right to uh, for Chevy. Like, right. Absolutely. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. And I, I just. I think when people see that, it's it's a turnoff, and, and it may be, but that I don't think that's ever going to go away. No, you're um, to that. see, but to see, like you know, I've seen a few things where, like, um, for instance, uh, the um, the ATA, like the Archery Trade Association show, or the uh, uh, Shot Show stuff, like that. I, I I like watching some of the videos that come out of there. Like mm-hmm. whenever they do it, like some of the guys I follow will be at Shot Show. Uh, and they'll have conversations or some of the podcasts I listen to, they'll be at SHOT Show and they'll talk to these different people. And you see guys like, you know, um, that's a good example. Like you'll see guys from like Heartland Bowhunter mm-hmm. and they'll be talking to, um, you know, someone that who they've never collaborated with per se, like for a show or for any kind of content, but they're polar opposite, but they're sitting down and they're having a conversation about, right. say, uh, yardage. Uh, what are you comfortable with yardage to shoot a deer? Or what is your, you know, your thought process on food plots or whatever? But they're they're collaborating on something that shows commonality where they can say we're all on the same team here. Right. You know what I mean? Which is what we preach all the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure there's definitely a bit of a divide between, you know, those two polar opposites, like the real tree traditional brand versus the the QU and the the first light new direct to market brand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where they don't really rely on a tagline. They rely more on the quality of the clothing and what they can kind of uh put out there demonstrate in, in quality. You know what right. I mean? Um that type of thing. So it, there's different types of different disciplines on how they market their product. You know what I mean? And they're both, there's no wrong way. They're both right ways to do it. They're both successful ways to do it, but they're just geared to different people. 
You know right. what I mean? So like the real tree is going to be geared more towards a traditional hunter who grew up in the hunting family and hunted with dad and hunted with grandpa and the whole family hunts and they've got a hunting camp, you know what I mean? And that's just the demographic that that's kind of focused on. Whereas, you know, your Kuyus and your first lights, those are the the outback kind of uh, deep woods solo adventure hunters that, right. you know, right. they don't go to hunting camp. They pack their shit on their back. They head out for a week into the back country right. and that's where they, that's where they spend their time. Yeah. They don't go to hunting camp, yeah. you know? So there's, it's just a different style of person, a different type of person that they're marketing at. And so, I mean, there's really no wrong way to go about it. It's just what segment of that market do you want to key in on? Right. You know what I mean? And right, what's right. your, what's your end game? What's your, what's your motto? You know, what's your, what's your, you know, your uh, what is it for the, every company has a um, mission statement. mission statement. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, what's your mission statement? What is your end end game? Right, and that's where you got to kind of key in on. So, and, I, and so I don't fault anybody for you know kind of going the direction they do. Um, I'm just glad we haven't seen an actual call out style battle between you know you see it with rappers and you see it with musicians and you see it with comedians and you see it with actors where they call each other out and they have these little Twitter wars and stuff like that. So I'm kind of glad we haven't seen much of that in the industry. You've yeah. got a look on your face like maybe that has happened. I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it, it definitely I, I mean, I've seen, you know, rumors of this and that, but I wonder if they would call it, I got venison with you. Oh, I like that. Yo. Dude. Write it down. Take this off. And write it down. Drop it. Yep. But you, Tees- you, sons of the hunt.teespring.com for the <laughs> t-shirt line. But the the thing I, I'm still thinking that a lot of people are are might be thinking that I'm trashing like people being proud of being a hunter. Right, right. And I'm not. I'm not at all. No, and it's I good that think, you say that because I know you're not, but I could understand how it would come off that yeah, way. Yeah, where people, you know, I'm like, oh, don't put your your real tree logo. Don't do this. Yeah. Don't do it. It's it's not that. Mm-hmm. I just think that a lot of the times, like, God, I, I I'm almost afraid to use the word flaunting. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't need to be flaunted. Think about right. all right. So think about well, this some way. people would beg to differ on that. What I get what you're saying, but some people are like, I'm going to flaunt it and I don't care. Okay. Mm-hmm. So conversely, think about other people who flaunt things. Oh, I know. Okay. So <laughs> it uh, it, it it changes the tune. And sure. It's, and you're, oh, that's different. No, it's not different. No, no. It's the it's, same It's, it's thing. the risk you take. No, absolutely. You know, everything you do kind of carries some sort of repercussion. I mean, in a... Good or bad and different. And I feel like if people didn't shout things from mountaintops, mm-hmm. aka flaunt things, mm-hmm. it we might end up being more accepting of the thing not being flaunted. Right, right, Does right. that make sense? Absolutely. You know, everything, moderation. You know what I mean? Certain things need to be yelled from the mountaintops, but maybe for a minute, because not for weeks and years. At the same time, we're sitting here trying to promote this activity, and at the same time, we're saying, like, reel it in a little bit. Reel it yeah. in. <laughs> like, you know, you know what I mean? It, it, it sounds hypocritical. Maybe. And, you know, be that as it may, <clears throat> it's a fine line we're walking, man. Yeah. And I, th- I, think, I think a lot of that stems, again, from this dividing line of generations mm-hmm. where you've got one moving in and one moving out. And yeah. if the moving out one listened to the podcast, if they knew how to get a podcast on their phone and I didn't have to explain it to them, 
every single time that it's an app. You download the app, you know? <laughs> I have no idea who you'd possibly be talking about. No, no. But if that wasn't a thing, like, mm-hmm. there'd be no dividing line. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I, yeah. it's, all you do is click the, the <laughs> purple thing on your phone. It says podcasts. <laughs> click that. Type in Sons of the Hunt. Comes right up. Then you could hit the button that says subscribe, and you'll get a notification. It'll be easy, even easier. Simplistic. Simplistic. It's amazing. Simplistic. Well, no, no, I know. I, I my mom has an iPhone, and, sa- and it's sa- absolutely. It's like feeding her a tablet full of hieroglyphics. It's the same thing happens, you know, at work. Can you help me put a hyperlink in my PowerPoint? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. You gotta spell it first. Yeah. No, no, I get it. Yeah, it, there's definitely a divide, and there's there's a whole new way that people are consuming content, and this, the way we're going about it. I mean, we were a little late to the game in regard to podcasts because they've, they've been around for what ten years now, probably. Because yeah. when the iPod was out, that's where podcasts came from. Was the iPod? You know what I mean? People. Yeah. So it's been around for a, a minute now, but. Out, there's tons of them out there, but you know they get a couple episodes in and they call it. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's there's some out there, there's some out there that are really good. Eighty five percent don't make it past episode five. That's what I that's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. So it's you know never mind to get through a full season into a second season and yeah. and to so I, I'm pretty proud of what we've done so far. Pat ourselves on the back a little bit, but <sighs> yeah, right. But uh, that's our know, <clears throat> it's this up. is the way people are, are consuming content, consuming entertainment. And this is the way that people are kind of leaning. The people that are coming into it, the new hunters, the new age, the new, uh, you know, the millennials, the exennials, and the whatever you name it. Yeah. There's a, you know a ton of. But this is going to be the norm for I us. Think, this was kind of new, yeah. You know, but this is going to be normal for people. You know how they get their content. It's like radio. You know what I mean? This is going to be like radio. Everybody listens to radio in the car. A lot right. of people I know don't listen to radio anymore. Right. They listen to XM satellite or they listen to podcasts off their phone. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's just better than what's on the radio anymore. Yeah. So it's just a, a, a great method of, of getting a message out there. You know what I mean? So I think, uh, you know, what, we're, what we've been doing for the last year and a half or, or more is uh, trying to utilize a, a platform that is trending up to kind of change the dynamic of what we've seen in our lifetime. Because, I mean, you're, you know, in your early 30s. I'm in my early, mid-40s. My very early 30s. Yep, very mm-hmm. early 30s. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm a little older than you. Just turned. But it's, uh, you know, it's, we've seen it. You know, we're in that transitional, hey, we're back into the transitional period of our lives, you know. Man, it's, a, it's always <laughs> a transition. But, you, you know, know I mean? so we're, we're transitioning into the new age of, media and content and i'm enjoying every damn second of it man i'm i'm absolutely loving it but it's a great opportunity for us to get our message out there and from what i've seen <clears throat> i'm losing my voice holy crap what i've seen so far as far as the response is i think we're, we're, we're we we have stayed true to the message from day one and it's paying off yeah it's yeah paying off and i i don't know i just keep <laughs> i keep sitting here thinking about you know, the, the whole thing. And I kind of think that this is the first time that I'm thinking about this generational divide Mm -hmm. and I'm seeing, 
those what would it be baby boomers yeah uh, those and they're sitting there playing there and we're, we're just pointing our fingers at each other yeah it's the same thing and no you're absolutely right you know but you know the 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 baby boomer generation was is the last of like what 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 Dauber referred to as the teaching generation right you know because the 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 children of the baby boomers if the baby boomers didn't continue the tradition the kids didn't they were the last of it mm-hmm. so now we're c- coming into people who are finding it on their own what do you, what do you suppose is going to happen when they're like we're we're clinging to our our first light and our kuyu, and there's some kind of holographic invisibility camo and yeah. Well, you know, honestly, I think if can we you imagine, I, I, no, I, actually, I can. Um, but if we if we stay true to the mindset we've demonstrated thus far, I think we'll be fine with it. Yeah, we're all of the mindset like, hey, to each their own. If you're down with it, cool. But don't expect me to do it because you do it. And right. I'm not going to expect you to do what I do because I think it's wrong. It's it, Whatever you do is up to you. As long as you're not hurting nobody and you're not breaking any laws, yep. Keep knock your socks off, have at it. Yeah. Wear your fancy hats and your flat-brimmed hats and your fancy vests and your you know matching camo boots, hat, pants, jacket, pack, gloves. Wear clothes. Bow, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You can knock your socks off, you know, because I, you know, I wear uh, stuff from a company called Numa. They're kind of a lesser known brand, uh, direct to consumer style brand, but I have the hat, the gloves, the jacket, the pants. I have all of it, mm-hmm. but I, I bought it more so for the quality of the clothing and to keep me warm because I hunt second season Pennsylvania. And those of you who out there who do it know exactly what I'm talking about. Yep. It's cold as hell out there. So yeah. I wanted something that was going to keep me warm and they seem to be a pretty good quality for the money, they're a lot cheaper than the first lights and the the Kuyus and all that stuff because they're a lesser known brand. But I felt confident with it. I bought a bunch of their stuff and I'm happy I did because I'll tell you, I can sit in a stand with five below zero with a 20 below wind chill and be okay for a couple hours. I mean, I'm not going to be able to stay there for 10 hours, but I can get four or five good hours and uh, be comfortable. You know, right. so yeah. it's, you want to wear holographic stuff? Well, good luck staying warm. <laughs> Right, you know. I mean, hell. At that at that point, humans might have battery packs. Who knows? That keep us warm. Who you knows? Know? We'll just plug we, ourselves in. We can hunt through our VR goggles, and then the venison will just come out of a conveyor belt from the wall, and we'll be all set. You don't even have to go in the woods. Yeah, as long as it's organic. Hey, it's, it's definitely organic. <laughs> I that you know, and now I don't I don't want to go off on another tangent, but I saw, I saw a guy say post. Uh, he posted in a New Jersey hunting group that I'm a part of. So, I mean, that tells you something. Mm. Yeah, good luck with that. He said, uh, I don't know why all you guys are always posting that your meat is organic. That was his post. Mm. And I was like, well, why do you care what people are saying? Like, he's like, it, it got into it, and, he, and he, he was saying that, you know, well, deer... They're they're eating corn on fields and yeah 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 that whatever. And you know you know what I wanted to say. Fuck you. Yep. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Like and that's that's it. We, yeah. And, and then we should probably just end it there. Yeah. Be, yeah. Before we go off another, we're at we're just over an hour and a half. So yeah, because this is like it, it's deep, brother. We can really get deep on this. I mean, yeah. but uh, we're gonna have to save this for another episode. So. 
let's end it there. You know, no, nothing against you, you guys wearing real tree camo in public during the day when you're not hunting or doing anything like that. So I love that meme. Oh, I didn't see there, but didn't see it. <laughs> but. Yeah, well, uh, there wouldn't be memes like that if people didn't wear. No, because we need those guys. We need those guys. We need the guys who are quiet about it. We need the guys who are looking to ask questions. We need the guys who don't know a thing about it, but see that guy with the real tree necktie on and right. go, "Hey, man, are you a hunter? Yeah. Well, what's the deal? We need all those people. So yeah. don't get us wrong. We're, yeah. we're, I mean, we make fun and we tease and we joke, but that's kind of part of who we are. Right. I mean, if you hung out with us outside of the podcast, God help y'all. I mean, it's yeah. a shit show, yeah. but you know, we, we try to reserve ourselves and reel ourselves yeah. in for this kind of thing. But you know, and, and as much as we joke and tease, we, we understand that there's, there's value in all you people out there who do demonstrate a love for the outdoors and you know, we value all you guys. So, you know, you know, that, that's just a little yeah. ending point. to uh, <laughs> Just a little disclaimer. Yeah, sure. It. Yeah. Hashtag. But, uh, that will wrap up episode 15. Indeed, man. Let's get after it. It was 15, right? Yeah. Still 15? Still 15. And it feels like we might have moved into another episode, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so we will see you in episode 16. We also have no plans for that. So we'll yeah. see what happens. So... Once again, I, I throw this out there every once in a while. If you like the podcast, please rate, subscribe, follow, all that, whatever platform you're, you're listening on. It helps us out tremendously. Leave the review. Click the five stars. Don't click one. Don't click two. Right. There's there's also three and four that are not to be clicked. There's five. Indeed. You click five. And that's it. Five all day. Like it, hate it, share it, rate it. Is that how it goes? Yeah. All right. Thank you. Share it. Read it. Read it. Mumble. Smash that like button. M- mumble rap. <laughs> All right. Peace out. All right. Guys. See you guys.